Welcome to 100 Stories of Hope. I'm your host, Anne Buckland, and we are we are into hopefully the last part of the challenge. It's quite a big last part, but we are into the last part of the challenge. Um, so we are sharing 100 Stories of Hope over this weekend, just going on a journey inspired by Captain Tom and inspired by Mercy Ships who were doing the challenge for, just to unpack a bit what hope means to people and stories in their life where they've witnessed hope, where they've heard hope and where they've seen hope. Um, so I'm joined today by a very special guest, Christine, who is our communities manager at Mercy Ships. Christine, how are you? Yeah, good morning, Anne. Thank you so much for um, inviting me along. I'm very well. Um, I did my own Captain Tom challenge on Saturday and with a group of people, um, we walked um, 100 miles between us. So um, my legs legs are just about back to normal. Um, So yes, it's been a a very, um, a very interesting Captain Tom weekend. Nice, nice. I'm in awe of people who can do the the physical challenges at the moment. (laughs) Um, brilliant. Well, as you know, we're unpacking a bit about what hope means to people this weekend. What does hope mean to you? Well, for me, um, I've been listening to some of the podcasts and it's really interesting to hear um, hope means something different to every single person. Um, and for me, I think it's when we don't really know what's going to happen. And it's mm-hmm. mostly during difficult times. We hold on to hope. Um it's not something we can see. Um, it's something that we actually feel inside us. And one of the things I did when I was preparing to talk to you this morning is I dug out one of my favourite books that has really been an inspiration throughout the whole of the pandemic. And that's The Boy, The Mole, The Fox and The Horse. Um, nice. I thought there might have been um, a reference to hope in there, but th- there wasn't. But there was something that made me think about hope. And it mm-hmm. says... Isn't it odd? We can only see our outsides, but nearly everything happens on the inside. And to me, that is about hope. It's something inside you. You know, you've got a, a, you know, something's happened to your, somebody in your family. Um, Somebody's ill um, or somebody's going through a difficult time with mental health or something. And inside yourself, you're holding on to, to hope. But it also comes to me side by side with prayer. I think hope and prayer are, very very uh, sort of intertwined really you know you're holding on to that hope and you know you're reaching out with with prayer so that that, that's what hope in a in a nutshell means to me personally and that's really interesting I love the the I can never remember the right order but the fox the The boy boy, the mole the the fox and the horse Uh, that book has just been amazing it certainly kept me going through the pandemic too um and I love the the author's share on twitter of just the amazing, beautiful images that he's been writing. Um, but I know particularly in this series when we've been speaking to people who have faith, that faith so often comes hand in hand with hope, doesn't it? You Absolutely. kind of, it's that clinging on, it's that holding on to the belief that there is better, there will be better. Um, what for you, what story do you have that kind of encapsulates that? Well, sort of looking over the last sort of year to 18 months when we've been in in the pandemic, um, I live in a reasonably smallish, medium-sized town. And in the community, so many people did so many things. Um, they set up a community Facebook group um, called, um, I live in a town called Royston, um, Royston versus um, coronavirus. And <laughs> you could volunteer um, 
for the group. So, for example, you could volunteer to pick somebody's prescription up or you could volunteer to do a bit of shopping for somebody that was um, in self-isolation or was um, shielding. Or you could actually put a request in, you know, could somebody pick up a bit of shopping for me or walk my dog and and all different things. And when I was out and about, um, I think along with everybody, the first probably two to three months, I was very, very anxious during the pandemic. Um, I was only shopping once a week. Um, You know, definitely every bit of advice that the government were giving you, you know, I was washing my hands, um, using the sanitizer, not touching my face, all of those, all of those things that they said. Um, And on my once a week in the shops, and it almost seems a distant memory, doesn't it, that we were queuing up to get into the supermarket um, with other people. Um, We were trying to keep that distance from other people. But there was so much community spirit in my town. People were talking to each other that, you know, usually would have looked the other way, you know, you know, how are you? And um, I remember going to Boots to pick up a prescription um, for somebody. um, And the person in front of me and behind me in the great big long line um, you know, we're talking to each other about, you know, how are you feeling? So there was so much community spirit. And um, me personally, I I did quite a lot of baking. I love baking. So um, I was the street baker um, oh and I was always baking um, some sort of cake or biscuit um, and doing the, the doorstep deliveries round to people Um to deliver off um, some sort of bake. Um, and so many of my neighbours were, you know, sending me texts, dropping off things, saying, you know, I'm self-isolating. I haven't seen anybody for ages, but seeing your smiley face on the doorstep. And for me, hope, I just hope deep down inside me that once the pandemic is over um, and that we go back into normal life, that we remember a little bit of that community spirit that we had um mm-hmm. I mean personally we have a couple of elderly aunts that live on their own we checked in with them much more than we usually do um and it's made us as a family think you know we we, we can do more we we lead, we normally lead such busy lives I think the pandemic gave us a chance to sit back and sort of reassess our lives and, and and what we do and I think you know me and um I always live in the fast lane I never slow down for, <laughs> for anything um but it did give me the chance to slow down and think about what was actually important for me and for me I just really hope that the community spirit and the and the sort of family feel continues long after the pandemic so yeah that's that's my story of hope that's brilliant. Thank you so much. I love that. Like Royston against Corona. That's that's brilliant. Um, now, of course, we have a lot of hope that there is an end in sight, don't we? People are getting vaccinated and other lockdowns easing up. We don't know for sure. So I'm very conscious that, and also we know that the ripples of this are going to live on long after. So I do join you in that hope that actually the community spirit continues because we all need it. We all know sometimes that hope is the hardest when you've just got to keep going after you've kept going and after you've kept going. Um, but we do know there will be an end in sight as well. And I think you're right. There's been there's been some wonderful social media has been brilliant, hasn't it, actually, for uniting people, particularly Facebook groups. Absolutely. Um, I gave birth in the pandemic and there's a brilliant group in for our local kind of within the county area called Quarantine Mums. And it's just united mums all over 
all over Hertfordshire that were giving birth at a similar time. We're all now sharing stories of the kids slightly older, etc. We're all still in the pandemic. Um, but it's been lovely. It's been lovely community. And we've, we've ended up picking up bits from, from other people like a jumperoo that our son absolutely loves came off the Facebook group. And yet, and we've put stuff on the Facebook group that has been gifted on to help other people. And you just think in, in the previous years, that probably, it happened, but it wouldn't have happened so much. And we have found an, a fresh spirit to kind of reach out to people, haven't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. Brilliant. Um, well, thank you so much for your time, Christine. It's lovely to speak to you. And I know we're going to speak again. Thank you.